it was hard because I really had to disassociate myself with certain people, including close family members, just because of the negativity. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, people deal with fear differently and I respect that, but I know what I had to do for myself to not absorb, because I I tend to absorb energy. And so I needed to build a strong forefront, so to speak, so that I could be around those people without taking that in. And I feel that has made me so strong and again, a better mom, a better wife, a better entrepreneur. And so that was really, last year was hard, but it was, it's a huge growth for me professionally and personally, honestly. And I think that I'm more mindful of just ego and letting things go. Mom, 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 mommy, mom. Yes, what? Slow down. As moms, we are so used to running from place to place, taking care of everyone else's needs, and only wishing there were more hours in a day. But taking time for yourself starts right here, right now. My name is Jessica Nicole. I'm a wellness expert and mom of four. I'm here to give you permission to start making yourself a priority. On the Mom Slowdown podcast, I promise to ask the tough questions, explore difficult subjects, inspire, connect, and get real honest about life. I am so glad you're here. This podcast is sponsored by the app, The Zen Mommy, my latest wellness offering just for moms like you. I am so thrilled to talk about my new app, where I share all the wellness tools that I use in my life. Check out the library of yoga, recovery, meditation, and strength classes, kitchen tips, and a recipe database of personally curated recipes to help you look and feel your best. Plus, check out the journal features where you can cultivate a daily gratitude practice and so much more. Life is stressful, but I believe we can make it all it is meant to be with just a few tools to help us along the way. Download the Zen Mommy now at Apple and Google Play and start creating a life you want. Slow down, moms, and listen in. Nadia Murdoch is a successful, lifelong entrepreneur, author, fitness writer, expert, and mom. Nadia's education and experience are beneficial in the interlocking battle of health and psychology. This fuels her mission and purpose to motivate others into adopting a self-positive mindset, leading to healthier choices and body confidence. She believes in incorporating her children into her work and modeling healthy behavior like movement, slowing down, and breathing, which we can all attest to. She is here to share an easy, simple guided meditation that you can share with your little ones. So welcome so much, Nadia. I'm so excited that you're here and to offer up this beautiful meditation. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Jessica, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about Nadia Murdoch Fit. Like what inspired you to create it, brand it? Tell me kind of what your baseline fitness philosophy is about. Yeah, sure. So as I evolved as a person, my company evolved. And Nadia Murdoch Fit was not the first thing I ever did straight out of college. I was actually in marketing and PR, but I always, after college, I gained an exorbitant amount of weight and I just didn't deal with it well. And it's funny because the body positivity didn't come into play until recently. Because of diet culture, I just felt like I needed to be a certain size. I needed to get on the streamline. And that's actually what got me into fitness. But my reasoning for movement changed over the years as I changed and I became a mom. So Naughty Murdoch Fit was launched in 2012. I went completely full-time with my business in 2015. And then 
shortly after that, I had my first son. And then last year I had my second son. So my company involves the focus of mindset, right? Connecting the mind and body. And that that's always been important for me initially with a BA in psychology, but I really didn't truly understand it until I really started to test it, especially as a mom. And so I really try to teach that within my fitness classes. So it's not just bar and mat Pilates, you're actually getting the fundamentals of how to connect your mind and body throughout our workout. And each workout ends with a peaceful and mindful meditation, just to wrap it all together. Because oftentimes we're focusing on the physical body and ignoring our mind or vice versa. And so I just weave it all together. Yeah. As a yogi, I know all everybody, nobody has time for yoga, but they're like, but you know, they can go run five miles and hit the gym right. and do all the things. I was like, yeah, okay. Come talk to me in a few years when you're like stressed out and miserable. I get yeah. that. How did you notice the difference from, you know, you said you struggled with some weight stuff after college with the mindset then, and then how you evolved to kind of your present mindset. So then it was all about comparing a lot of self-comparison, right? Comparing myself to, because I'm pretty, I have an athletic build. I'm very tall. I was always comparing myself to my peers since a very, very young age. And I didn't realize how much that was part of my makeup. And so when I gained weight, I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm the biggest person in the world. You know, it just constantly, these stories we tell ourselves, they sit there and they manifest So what happened after I had my first son is like, I don't want him to feel, you know, he's going to be taught. And I think boys are equally privileged to learning the importance of body positivity as girls, you know, and sometimes I feel that that is overlooked. So I feel becoming a mom forced me to do some deep self-reflection and through that, and I continue to do so, I learned a lot about the false reality that I was playing in my head. And that comes through with with my teaching because I approach teaching differently. If someone comes to me and they're like, oh, I'm so, I feel so heavy in the center. I was like, but you can run five miles, you know, and I'm focusing on strength, right? And a lot of us are, we sometimes ignore that, right? And we ignore our accomplishments. And I really push that forward in my teaching. I love that. And your vulnerability to share your story probably makes you really accessible to your clients and, you know, hey, I've been there and look at how far, you know, I've come. And I think going along that road and and kind of living in it and, and being on the backside of it, knowing that we're still always growing and striving and moving and changing, but gives you some street cred as to yeah. like, I didn't always have this very tight toned physique didn't always have like really positive mindset. You know, that's something that we have to work on every day. And it is interesting. Like our stories are so parallel in the fact that I suffered from an eating disorder for 18 to 25, six. I mean, you're always kind of recovering from an eating disorder. But when I had Eva, it was like, boom, you know, that was my catalyst to say, I know I didn't do this for myself, but now I have this young woman, this, I mean, baby, but I have this little girl that I have to model self you know, healthy behavior for, and I have to model body positivity. And that was the huge push that again, led me into yoga and started my transformation. But what we, you know, the power of our children and when we become mothers, and now we're like, that is a superhuman power that gives us so much strength that maybe we didn't have before. I love that you said that because I feel like, and you could probably agree to that. I feel like my sons have changed me before they even arrived, you know? And I feel like they forced me, like, especially last year being pregnant during the, the heat of the pandemic, 
I was like, okay, I got to keep my stress down. I started experimenting with tapping and doing more acupuncture and work, you know, and I feel like our kids make us better people before we even real, you know, when, and I think when you're open to that self-reflection and that observation, it, it can be really magical. I love that. I love that. What are your best tips for moms to feel confident in their bodies? And I've noticed like we as moms, either pre or post baby, you know, we disconnect from our physical body. We don't necessarily like what we see. And usually 10 times out of 10, you know, women struggled with body dysmorphia or body image issues, or they just don't, you know, like the skin they're in. You know, what are your tips for starting to feel more confident in this, in the skin that you're in, in your own body? It's funny because as I, as I explore this more and more, it's very similar to the tips I would have given my younger self now postpartum. Stop the comparing be around people that speak about themselves positively, right? And when I look back at like some of the friendships I had, and you know, we're all going through our growing pains, but if you're with a group of girls that are like, oh, I hate this about myself and I hate that, you're naturally gonna adopt those behaviors. So, you know, be observant of the relationships you make and the, the information you take in on social media or the conversations you're having in front of your kid. You know, there's so many little tweaks and again, this is not an overnight process, but I found I have found that the more open I am to that too, and I feel like as a yogi, you'll get this too, the more open I am to this too, the universe has kind of like removed some of the negativity that was in my life that I didn't even realize was there. And then I've seen a shift and I'm like, oh, oh, you know what I mean? So I think it's just being open to change and being open to new people, new resources that can lift you up. I mean, there's a lot out there, but when you're used to the grind and used to your regular rigmarole, it's hard to be open to good stuff that can make you feel your best version of yourself. I know it's like what I have two teenage, well, 20 and 18 now stepsons. And, you know, growing up, it's like, what well, we would always tell our kids, like you are who you associate with. You know, take a look around at your friends. If they're all super negative, struggling, stressed out, right. hate their job, hate their relationship, most likely you're not in a happy place too. You know, and unfortunately, I think and are learning that friendships, relationships, people, they come in for a season. They're not always yes. meant to be there forever, you know, oh and letting God. some things go, just being open to it. I look on relationships. I'm like, well, why did that end? And then I'll look at the season and I'm like, she came and served her purpose and, or I served the purpose to her. And that's how life goes. And learning to let go has been a huge help too with loving the skin I'm in. I heard a term and I don't love it, mourning your previous pre-baby body. And I feel like just the term mourning itself is such a negative connotation because you are stronger than you were before you had children. Having having babies is trauma on your body. I, I mean, get chills. I, we're incredible beings. We're incredible beings. And so never, I, I find that words are so powerful. So just removing these negative thoughts small to big can totally shift how you see life and yourself. So I love that. How have you stayed positive? I mean, being pregnant through the pandemic, that is a doozy. That was probably a really tough one. So yeah, it was hard because I really had to disassociate myself with certain people, including close family members, just because of the negativity. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, people deal with fear differently and I respect that, but I know what I had to do for myself to not absorb, because I, I tend to absorb energy. And so I needed to build a strong forefront, so to speak, so that I could be around those people without taking that in. And I feel that has made me so strong and again, a better mom, a better wife, a better entrepreneur. And so that was really, last year was hard, but it was, it was a huge growth 
for me professionally and personally, honestly. And I think that I'm more mindful of just ego and letting things go. And it's just so much just like, I just feel like I've learned so much last year. And again, I think the biggest thing was just not judging and just letting my guard down and being vulnerable. You know, that is the word, but it is and like just sharing my story. Like I was always so concerned, like, am I saying the right thing or, Ooh, is that too much? And I think just dropping it and just letting it all go has been so very therapeutic, but also very helpful to others. And that's why the mindset connection has always been part of my story, but even more so now, again, with the growth, my own personal growth. Yeah. It's interesting. I said to another woman that's opening a business here in Indianapolis, and I was like, you know, she's transferring from one fitness brand to the next. Oprah did a big thing about it was like, you know, when relationships have gone south or when people teach you who they are, like believe them, you know, that kind of thing. That's that's a tough one. You're like, no, 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 she's good. She's good. But no, no, she's not. She's telling you in every which way that she's not good for you. Right. Yeah. That's hard too, especially if you, and I, I get that vibe from you too. If you're very kind and giving, like you always give people second chances, third chances. And then you have to start to wonder like, okay, when is this hurting me? I live what I learned. My mom is very giving. She was a nurse. I wanted to be mindful of not becoming uh, sour or bitter based on that, but still protecting me, right? Because you have to protect yourself to be the best version for everyone around you. And so I learned that as well. I love that. And what's so cool, and your kids are little, you said they're four and one, and my daughters are a little bit older, but we're able to take everything we learn and really teach them at such a younger age than having to, you know, I didn't experience until I was like 30, between 30 and 40, right? I suffered for the first 30, but now I'm like sitting at the dinner table last night and my daughter was complaining. She, she doesn't like it when, you know, kids disrespect the teacher and, you know, that gives her a lot of anxiety. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But what are you going to do? Because those whole outside world, you can't control, you can't control any of those kids, you know, and we kind of brainstormed a solution. And so she was able to kind of come to school with a game plan and be like, okay, next time this happens, I know what I'm going to do. Like, you know, and it's so great to be able to have insight to give our kids. I didn't get that growing up. I mean, my mom didn't teach me that positive mindset or, you know, we were just surviving. Yeah. I love that you taught her that because I feel like that lesson in itself, like I've worked with people when I got out of college that didn't even have that, (laughs) those tools in their, you know, back pocket. So I feel like we are setting our kids up for greatness because, you know, we can break the cycle, not to say our parents were wrong, but like, you know, it's just a different era, different style. And I feel like the more aware and the more mindful and the more they can shift the perspective and just be compassionate to others. I feel like it's just, it's gold. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. I mean, and mindset's so important, right? Even if you just consider what we see in our own physical body, if we start reframing how we speak about our body, you know, the kind of things we think about our body, you will start to see different things in your body. It is incredible how powerful the mind is. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about that. Like, I feel like, you know, there's something I'm actually going to post about mirrors and working out. And I, I personally have changed the way I see my, like, so like where I work out there are mirrors. And before I used to be like, 
oh, I could use a little bit more definition here. And, but now when I look at the mirror, I'm like, what? You're a badass. What? You got it. Like it's a different dialogue. And once that shift happens, it's so liberating. Like you don't feel beat down. You don't feel like, oh, I did this, but I could have done this. Like you always feel powerful. And I feel like I, I thought a lot of people were thinking this way, but the more and more I talk to people, it, it's not the case. And so I'm very passionate about talking about that. So I love that you brought that up. Yeah, for sure. And owning your power, it changes like your entire workout. If you go into oh, totally. it, which is like, I'm a badass, you know, and just owning that even just that, you know, I, t- I teach the girls too. Our thoughts have a vibration. We don't know what vibration it is. You know, we can't measure it yet. Yep. But to say that our thoughts don't impact us on a cellular level is incorrect. Like our cells oh. are water. What happens when you have a glass on a table and you bang the glass? It's going to move. You yeah. know, the water's going to move. I mean, that's us. I love, I love it. So how do, you, how do you incorporate your kids into your healthy mindset, your movement, breathing? What does that look like for you as a family? you know, they see what I do, you know, when I'm prepping for class. And so, you know, and, and you don't, they say your children are sponges. They are sponges. They see you even when you don't know they see you. So like, you know, they pick it up without me even saying anything. Oftentimes, like my son will be like, come on, mama, let's do squats. Okay. Now time for playing. So like, wait, how did you? And then, so like, you know, just having it be around, you know, mommy's going to the gym. Let's do a family workout. We did a lot of that during the pandemic family workouts. I couldn't do too much as I progressed through my pregnancy, but like it encouraged my husband to do daddy and son meditation. And every night my son and I do affirmations and we do a meditation now. Cause you know, sometimes he gets a little anxious and, the, and his mind, he's so creative. Right. And it just, and I find I've been finding more and more again, right? It's like what you expose yourself to. I really didn't find a lot of this stuff until I started to evolve in this sector. And so there's so much out there and it's just being willing to look or search or just have that spark or, you know, and I, that's why I love meeting new people and joining groups because there's just so much to absorb. So I try what I learn and what I bring in for myself. I try to share with my family and that's that. that. And you're going to share it with all the listeners of mom slow down. So is this a meditation that you've done with your kiddos before? No, it's actually, I created this for you guys. Oh, I love it. (laughs) I'm going to do this with him tonight. It's called the rainbow meditation. So whenever you're ready, I can go ahead and lead us into it. Okay, great. All right, everybody. So find a relaxing spot. You can be seated or laying down. Just make sure you feel really comfortable. Let's start by taking a nice deep breath in through our nose. Imagine as if you're smelling your favorite food. Hold it for a moment and slowly let that air out. Like you're letting air out of a balloon, really nice and slow. Allow your shoulders to soften and relax. Pretend as though you're taking a walk. Beautiful green pastures. You could be with your mom. 
your dad, your grandma, your best friend, someone you would love to share this moment with. What is that out there? I think I see a rainbow. It's beautiful. As you get closer to the rainbow, it's the most beautiful rainbow you've ever seen. Feel the colors vibrating, making you smile. And the first color that you're going to meet is color red. Red is bright, the brightest color in the rainbow. It feels warm and it's giving you a great big hug, like from your favorite person, from your mom or your grandma. As you greet color red, think to yourself, I am safe. I feel safe. The next color that you're gonna meet is color orange. Color orange is very bright. Breathe in orange. And as you do that, say to yourself, I feel peaceful. The next color of the rainbow is yellow. We all know how bright yellow is. Imagine yellow all around you like a bright ray of sun. And say to yourself, I am powerful. I feel confident. Now we're going to meet green, glowing brighter to keep up with the other colors. Green is now all around you. Breathe in green and say to yourself, my family and friends love me and I love me. Moving on is a nice cool color, light blue. Light blue makes you feel good. Say to yourself, I am a good listener. I feel heard. Moving down the rainbow, what color is left? Indigo. Indigo is a beautiful, unique color. Say to yourself, I feel great about things happening for me. I am great. You've made quite a bit of friends today and they all make you feel the best version of you. As you start to walk away from the rainbow, tell them thank you for all the positive words they have given you today. Give the rainbow one nice big hug and absorb the energy from the beautiful rainbow. This is not the last time you'll see the rainbow. So simply say, I'll see you again. Imagine yourself walking away from the rainbow hand in hand with the person you entered the beautiful green pastures with. And as you imagine yourself walking away, start to wiggle your toes and crinkle your nose. 
feeling good about the meditation and remembering the words of the rainbow. And before we end, let's take one last nice deep breath in, holding it a little bit longer than before. And then slowly allow the air to release through your lips. Remember, as though you're letting air out of a balloon. Beautiful. Allow your muscles to soften. And at the count of three, you're going to open your eyes. One, two, and three. Thank you so much, everybody. That was so beautiful, Nadia. Thank you for sharing that. I love it. I was right with you with all of the beautiful colors. For those listening at home, do this a few times a week with your kids. Try it out. I think it's a really great one to do before bed and um, or even in the morning, right? Just anytime, really, in any time meditation. This is really amazing. Thank you so much. Um, if someone's interested in finding more about you, where can they get in touch with you? Sure. You can find me on Instagram at Nadia Murdoch and my website, Nadia Murdoch Fit. That's where I share all my class updates, things that I'm working on and my blog posts. I love it so much. Okay. Last question. What does self-care look like for you? Oh, good one, Jessica. (laughs) I think just taking a moment to slow down. I I posted the other day, self-care doesn't have to look good on the internet. I love that I found that. And I feel like you feel that you have to have a certain regime for self-care of what's popular. And again, self-care should be good to you. If it's a walk, it's a walk. If it's, you know, taking a few deep breaths, that's fine too. But at the end of your self-care routine, you should feel centered. You should feel calm. You should feel grounded. So for me, it's just taking a few beats. You know, sometimes I don't have a long, a lot of time for <laughs> an elaborate session. So I like to do a couple deep breaths or maybe just journaling really quick, or maybe even just watching my favorite show on Netflix. And so I think it's as moms, we always feel guilty for taking time for ourselves. And I feel like whatever it is, don't be, don't feel bad about taking care of you because you have to take care of you so you can take care of your littles. That's right. I love that question too, because I've never gotten the same answer twice. So. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. So I love that everybody has a different angle. And again, people that are listening can create their own self-care toolbox. Thank you so much for this beautiful meditation for the kids, for the mamas listening, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. So happy to be here. This podcast is sponsored by the app, The Zen Mommy, my latest wellness offering just for moms like you. I am so thrilled to talk about my new app where I share all the wellness tools that I use in my life. Check out the library of yoga, recovery, meditation, and strength classes, kitchen tips, and a recipe database of personally curated recipes to help you look and feel your best. Plus, check out the journal features where you can cultivate a daily gratitude practice and so much more. Life is stressful, but I believe we can make it all it is meant to be with just a few tools to help us along the way. Download the Zen Mommy now at Apple and Google Play and start creating a life you want.